0: Hey, Cinefans, it's your resident wrestler, yes, sir, Justin Taylor here, and I'm here with Heather, and we are going to talk about a Netflix film that was uh, recently released uh, earlier this month, um, Marriage Story, and it'll just be Heather and myself tonight. Um, Sterling, unfortunately, did not get to see this film and uh heather and i decided that we would go ahead and uh do a podcast for this one because uh we we thought it was definitely noteworthy and it's and it's um popping up a lot around award season this year so far i know it's got some golden globe nominations pending so we thought this would definitely be a worthwhile episode for our podcast so even though we don't have our fearless leader sterling we're gonna ask you to bear with us as we go through our likes and dislikes and everything in between for Netflix's Marriage Story. So I guess we'll start things off with Heather, ladies first. So what were some of the things that you appreciated about Marriage Story?
1: Yeah. So, um, I remember seeing a lot about this movie, like a lot of previews for it and trailers for it more so than a lot of other Netflix, um, things that you see promoted. And I think for a little bit, I actually thought it was going to be in theaters. It might have been in select theaters, but, um, yeah, I, I was kind of floored a little bit by some of the performances in this, in this one. Um, Scarlett Johansson, I mean, she's always great, but like, Man, I think this is probably one of my favorite roles that she's done. She was so believable. Mm -hmm. Adam Driver, too. Like, I am just a huge Adam Driver fan. I don't know what it is about him, but I just, I love everything that he does that I've seen him in. I, I don't know if it's, there's just something about the way that he acts and just kind of the very natural. Anytime he's doing it, you just don't feel like he's acting. You feel like that's just who he is. Whatever character he's playing, that's just who he is. And it's there's something very artistic about how he does it. And I love that, too. So I think this pairing and their chemistry, it was unbelievable. I think it was fantastic. So I, I definitely I mean, the most standout thing about this whole movie was that. But even the writing, the writing of some of these um, these conversations that you hear between these two characters is just really profound, very deep, very much you could tell these are either stories of other people who have gone through something like this or just really rooted in some kind of real marriage relationship because it just felt too real for it to not be that. So I, I think that the writing and the script was fantastic. And like, it's just any time that they were, they did have a lot of... um monologues i guess you would say kind of like long monologues that they did throughout this one (laughs) but they were fantastic yeah like they might have done them a lot but it was not at any point boring or redundant i mean it was just like you're captivated like probably one of my favorite scenes is when scarlett johansson's character is talking to um i think laura laura dern's character and just kind of explaining kind of where things started going wrong and all these things. And that whole entire scene was so captivating. It just, you know, you, you feel every emotion that she's talking about when she's talking about it. And you're just kind of like some of how she's describing with, you know, how he would pretend to be someone that he wasn't and just all these things. Like, you're like, you feel like you, it's familiar. You know, you feel like I've experienced that before, or I've at least known somebody that's experienced that before. And just the way that she describes the situation, you're just kind of like, it's hard to take sides, you know, because in a, you know, in a divorce and everything, if you're friends with somebody, you know, you want to take sides or you feel like you need to or (laughs) whatever the case may be. But when you're hearing both sides of these people's stories and how they're viewing the marriage and how they're viewing the situations, you're just kind of like, I see both sides of this. Like, I completely get both of their sides and why they're upset and all of it. So I just think the the dialogue and the just the the writing is just so good in this film. And I I just I'm floored by all of it. I think it's all of that was really great. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, um, man, you made some good points there. And uh, like you said, just the chemistry of Scarlett Johansson and and Mr. Driver, man, like, I, I mean, my goodness, man, Adam Driver, like. Uh, Like you said, like it's it's one of those things, because when I think about like who I think are just the best actors right now, this isn't an all time conversation, but I'm just talking about right now, just the past, you know, three to five years just right now. I don't immediately think of him. Yeah. Whenever I think about that, but the funny thing is, is that he always shows up. So there's like a subtlety, time after yeah. time. So yeah, yeah, he's quietly like becoming one of the best. Like, like I really believe that, especially after seeing this man. L- like you said, there were just so many scenes in this where. Both him and Scarlett, just the act that you, you just sometimes you just forget you're watching a movie Man. and you're just so engrossed in what they're saying and you're just hanging on every word. And that really is the triumph of the film, because this film, uh, you know, we spend a lot of time on other films and other podcasts talking about the cinematography and how something looked or how the special effects affected it and things like that. But the funny thing is, is that this film is really just about the acting and it's just about the dialogue and it's just about the writing. There really isn't any of that kind of stuff. You know, it's not some visually appealing movie. There isn't CGI to look at. There isn't like these super special effects or anything like that. This movie hangs its hat on just the acting and the story and the characterizations. And ju- and the crazy thing is, is that, like you said, you're just hanging on every word. And like that conversation that you're talking about with Scarlett Johansson and Laura Dern, and, and, and I'm going to say it like this is one of the few movies where after I was done with it, I went back to different scenes just so I could hear it again. Like I went back and sifted through different scenes because I just enjoyed the acting so much. And that scene with Scarlett and Laura Dern is a great scene. That was one of the scenes that I went back and looked at. And like you said, as you're just picking this story apart and like you said, there really is like a natural tendency to want to take sides in something like this, and you're wondering, what is the film trying to tell me? Is it trying to tell me that uh, Driver's character was wrong, or is it trying to tell me Scarlett's character was wrong? What is the film trying to tell me? And. You know, is it in, and I'll use their 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 names in this, their actor names in this, Nicole and Charlie. So I'm so at first I was kind of in that mode, like whose side am I supposed to take here? Am I supposed to be taking Nicole's side or am I supposed to be taking Charlie's side? And that's kind of where I was toward the beginning of the film. But as you're listening to Scarlet describe what happened and how everything started just a perfect at first and everything just seemed right. I met him and I just, uh, you know, there was just an instant chemistry and everything from that. And as the relationship started to mature and where it went wrong and things she started to notice about his motivations and how she started feeling ignored and different things like that, all of it is there. And you just never even question what her mindset was or where she was in this story there weren't it this film doesn't leave any of those lingering questions for either of them and, and i just thought that those were just some great conversations and laura dern is another standout actress in this i know that we commented a lot about her in big little lies and she's great in that too but man i really liked her in this, as this aggressive, just I am about you and I'm gonna be for you. This aggressive lawyer named Nora, who just was going to win this case for her Clyde and saying, Look, I know what he did to you was wrong. And she kind of had this pro woman thing going on, but it was, but I liked it because. It, the, the, that is the mindset that you would think a person like this would have to have. She's there for her client. She's trying to win that case. She's trying to convince her. Look, there, the you know the, what he did was wrong, and this is why you can win. And these are the decisions you need to make. So I liked all of that. Her counseling, what it wasn't over the top, where it's like, oh, I think uh, Nora is a bad person, or I think that she's trying to. Uh, be disingenuous in any kind of way. It wasn't that kind of acting where it was over the top and I'm like, oh, an evil lawyer. It just seemed like a lawyer who has played this game many a times, has seen this kind of client many a times and has given her the best legal advice possible. But it just made for so many great lines and so many great moments. And she had a moment, uh, the Nora character, where she's monologuing about how certain and and she and she gets biblical like she references the Bible and basically has this like pro-female feminist monologue about how, you know, uh, this is why we need to win cases like this. And this is why you need to be strong in this case. And even in the Bible, you know, the Mary had the child and God was nowhere to be found. And this is always something we've accepted in this society. And we're not going to accept it today. Like there was just this great speech that she had. And whether you believe that or not, it really kind of put in perspective the motivation of this character and where her mindset was at. So I just really appreciated that. And I thought that she was great in her scenes. And Ray Liotta, a guy who I love, you know, from Goodfellas, <laughs> I haven't seen him in a long time, but I thought that he was good here too. He didn't have as many scenes as Laura Dern did. But as Jay, the lawyer kind of on the other side of the fence, another lawyer with a good reputation, and he's a guy who is out to help his male clients in these divorce situations. I liked him too. And the, the, the part where they're all together, uh, before the judge and they're debating and arguing different sides. And you just saw kind of the vitriol and the, 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 the tactics. That come out in these divorce proceedings. And what was kind of great about that is that, you know, when you look at Scarlett and Adam Driver's characters, Charlie and Nicole, yes, they were upset with each other. And yes, this was a relationship that was ending, but there was still a genuine love for each other. There was still a genuine care for each other. And they're still, and they still have a child together. They're, they're a mother and a father. So there is that want to keep that relationship alive and they don't want it to affect their their son too much but the things that these lawyers are saying in this court battle and the back and forth you can just see the looks on their faces like man i didn't really want this to happen and it kind of shows how, like even when you don't mean to it brings Mm -hmm. out the worst in people and in and situations and, and kind of made the situation worse than what it was. So I don't know how you felt about that, but I thought that was one of the big messages in the film.
1: Yeah. And it's and it's interesting that you say that, too, about the the part where you said, but you still see that they have this love for each other, because I feel like that was a really brilliant thing that they added into every pretty much throughout the whole movie because there there is it's those little things that make it super realistic because you can be just completely hating the person one minute and then the next minute you're just like completely fine, you know. And I guess I mean from what I understand, that's just kind of how marriage is a lot of times, you know. And even in relationships that can be what it is. You know, you're yelling and you're angry and then the next minute you're just like, it doesn't matter. It's fine. Whatever, you know. And they were so good at doing that in this movie. Like the scene, uh, one of the scenes that I remember is um, like when they're, they're fighting so much with each other. And then um, Charlie says something about like, I hope you die or something to that effect. He said something like that to her. And then he just broke down and had just this complete breakdown after he said that. And her reaction was not what I expected it would be. I figured she was going to go like even more angry at him and whatever. But it just kind of took her back. It took her aback for a second. And she just kind of, that's when they knew they needed to stop. You know what I mean? And that was like a a really, I don't know, just a very um, real moment. Because, you know, he was just like, you know, I can't believe I did that. I'm sorry. And then she's just like, it's fine. Like, it's more instead of just like, I'm going to hold this grudge because of what you just said. I'm going to let it go. Because that's what you do. You fight and you get over it. And like, I think that was the point they were trying to make in some of these, um, arguments they were having is just like they still have that love and they know even when they say those things to each other that there is still that love there and they, they don't feel like it's not even when you say the worst things you could say to someone, you know? So, um, I really appreciated how they did that throughout this and even how well they tried to be civil around their son and also like, and, just even the little moments of they're celebrating things together or they're you know having to be around each other and do things together and they're very loving towards each other you know they'll still hug and give a kiss on the cheek you know and they'll do all that and they're still like very involved in each other's lives and i think that's really a cool thing that they showed because i mean i grew up in a home where my my parents were separated for a very long time and that was kind of how it was it was like yeah we're separated we're not working but there's still that love. I mean, we still shared a life together for so long, and we have these kids together, and we still get along. You know, it doesn't mean just because you're separated or divorced or whatever, it doesn't mean that you don't still get along or love that person. And I do love that they gave that message because you don't really see a lot of that in movies about this type of thing. You know, you see all the, the yeah. bitterness, you see. They're, they just hate each other. They don't want anything to do with each other. Or you see it as like a, um, like one of them did something terrible and that's why, you know, they, they don't want to be around each other. And granted, some of the things done were terrible. I mean, there was cheating, there was things like that going on, but it seemed like a more realistic, uh, relationship in that way though. Because I mean, how many times do you see where, yeah, there are marriages where there's been infidelity and there's been a lot of bad things. But you still stay with them. You still try to work it out. And you still do all of that. And that story's not told as much, you know. So I feel like it was really great for them to do that. Because that's real. And that's real life. And that's a lot of relationships and marriages from my understanding. So it was very sensitive to that. It was very... It didn't seem to try to, you know, um, I guess dress up or glorify divorce or something like that but it did make it a very like okay this is what happens when you have a divorce this is what happens when you love someone but you just don't work you know so i really did appreciate those little aspects that they did that made it so real
0: yeah and those were just all just subtle touches sometimes in the storytelling um, that, that, that really just were effective. And like you said, it just felt real throughout. Never did you feel like, okay, that line was manufactured or did this felt exactly. like something you can tell that this was a person who hasn't done this, who hasn't really experienced this wrote this line for this person and stuff like that. You know, we, we, we talk, we talk about that often sometimes. When we review other films and things like that, how sometimes the dialogue just feels. I think I remember specifically us talking a little bit about that in Queen and Slim, how just sometimes, even though we like the relationship overall and everything like that, there were just those times and there were just those lines where you were like, oh, it just <laughs> didn't quite feel like they would say that in that situation right. or right there. You know, sometimes. And, and it's not and that movie's not the only movie guilty there are plenty of movies like that but man you'd be hard pressed to find a moment in this film that felt like that and i just don't know if it was just the because every Because the actors and actresses were just so on point in this, just firing on all cylinders. So maybe even the unrealistic lines felt realistic or it was just smart writing. But I think it's really a combination of both, because like you said, you just never, ever feel that. And like you said, um, I've been. Um, witnessed uh, just um, with my mom and dad and just their relationship and things like that through the ups and downs and things like that and it's true like a lot of times in these uh, films and stuff, you do get an extreme when it comes to these relationships. It's either the worst thing ever or it's just the best thing yeah. since sliced bread. And we all know that really relationships are really about that. Great. It's how you balance that. gray. Right. It's the good and the bad. It's those situations where you can't really quite tell who is right, but overcoming those situations despite And what I loved about this is that it really showed that even though this divorce thing that was happening with them in this process was a necessary process, uh, there really are no winners in this. Like, there's not a way to win. You don't ever truly win, because like you said... This is a partnership that you have shared with someone for a long time, and that's a person that you shared a lot of your life with. So that's a connection that is forever with you. That's a part of your life that happened, and the, the, nothing's going to take that away. Even though you guys are not together, those moments that you shared, those things that happened in that relationship have some meaning. So there is that part of you. I mean, you even hear about that just with psychiatrists and everything like that. Even in abusive relationships, sometimes those connections are hard to break just because that is just very much a part of your life that you share with someone. And even then, sometimes those relationships are hard to break. I mean, Big Little Lies was a great example of that with Nicole Kidman's character. And just even with that abuse, there was also that love. So it brings out some real confusion. And like in this film, even though there was an abuse on that level, this was just more about, um, you know, the, the disagreements were not as extreme as that, per se, where there's physical violence and things like that. But you definitely felt that. The, even though this relationship was unraveling in that way, as far as a marriage, these were two people that definitely had a real love and a connection with each other. And as a mother and father, that the, they still were very much wanted to be a good mother and father. So, yeah, I mean, and all of that comes across and they don't have to tell you that another character doesn't have to explain that to you it's in every expression it's in every interaction they have it's in the interactions that they have with each other's family members like uh like Adam Driver and kind of the uh relationship that he kind of had with Scarlett's yeah. mother in this uh Sandra like even that like you could see just how connected he was to her family and and, and like even uh, Scarlett's mother in this, even she was kind of having trouble coming to grips with the fact that they were splitting up and things like that. And she, even she was kind of compartmentalizing it and stuff like that, because, you know, and it just kind of shows like how it hurts other people, too. It can hurt. It hurts and affects other people around the relationship as well. Uh, You saw how it was also affecting the actors and actresses that were part of uh, Adam Driver's um, acting group, his theater group that he had kind of, that he was the leader of and the director of. You saw how it was affecting them. So this movie did a great job of showcasing that without that taking focus away from the main relationship with um Driver and Johansson.
1: Yeah, that's no, I totally agree with that. And I think um another um interesting thing that I did really enjoy is the fact that they're both pretty successful um in their businesses and in what they do. Like she's a successful actress. He's a successful director. And I do enjoy the fact that they did not focus on those aspects in this movie. Like it was a part of it and definitely drove a lot of the problems that they had, but they didn't make this one of those where it's like, oh, she got too famous. And oh, what, you know, like they didn't make it about their jobs primarily. This was about the behind the scenes when you're with your family and you're in your home together, this is what our life is. And I, I love that they made it about that as opposed to the, you know, it's all about work got in the way and whatever. I mean, definitely, obviously, through the conversations and things that you're hearing, uh, it is a big part of it. But the what they're showing you on the screen is not just that. And I think that that was different. Because a lot of times when, you know, you're famous in that type of work, That's what they're gonna focus on to make their movie, you know. Like that's what they want to make it about. Um, Mm Because you see that in a lot of other movies, it's like, oh, the famous actress and her marriage is falling apart. And that was not at all what this was. And if you didn't know that, that's what their jobs were, you would think they just had normal jobs, you know, like that they were just everyday people with normal jobs. Because this movie was so good at making them relatable, even if they were successful in, you know, acting and directing. And I I really love that they did that because this movie would not work well if they didn't make them relatable to you in that kind of way, you know?
0: Yeah. And and I think that that was a nice touch, too, because they were both successful in their respective uh, fields. Like you said, her with acting and him with directing, and they were working together. And it had some success together like his uh his uh, theater group and and his uh, little three theater company was growing or in the process of growing and she was about to go and uh, star in something that looked like it had potential to grow as well so they were working together so like they they met because of those similar interests and those similar uh industry that they're in they worked together Um, you know, they were, and they were working together and she would ask him for critiques on the acting and he would tell her and, you know, they really had this professional as well as personal relationship. And even with all that chemistry, even with all that success, it kind of showed how still Things can fall apart. So even on the outside looking in, I could see maybe their friends and people around them and family members looking at them, going, "Look, this is the perfect scenario. You got two attractive people. They're in similar fields. They're they're they are they are they have got similar goals. They they're in a similar industry. It seems like uh, they have this child, this wonderful looking kid, and he looks great. The family looks great. You could see this being." One of those relationships where to everybody else on the outside looking in, it seems perfect. But I love how it showed how even still with all of that going for it, there can still be cracks. There can still be things that happen. There can still be a lack of communication with certain things. There can still uh, uh, how you can still change within the confines of your relationship to where maybe what was a perfect scenario isn't anymore. And all of that is definitely in there, especially with, and some of that I think about Scarlett's character, because this was a lot about the fact that she just started to, she just began to feel like, man, I don't feel I have much of a voice here a lot of the things I've been doing, you know, as it started adding up and you started to hear more of her side of it, you started, she started to see that I just didn't feel like I had a voice. It just didn't feel like, uh, my direction and my wants and my desires and certain things that I wanted. It didn't feel like, and it wasn't just that she wasn't doing certain things or wasn't, you know further in her acting career it was nothing like superficial like that but it was just the fact that she felt she wasn't getting that support from him she felt like he wasn't like he was so focused more on his growth and what he was doing her growth wasn't being a factor and those are real things that definitely can happen uh, you, you know, in relationships. I mean, speaking of, uh, even in a personal relationship of mine, I've never been married, but, uh, I definitely can understand how some of those things can happen and how you can lose sight. Sort of you, you're so focused on your personal growth and your growth and everything. And you may think that that other person's on board. You may feel that, oh, we're in this thing together, but as things develop, a person can change a person's wants a person's desires of how a person feels about their role in the relationship or lack of a role can change and it, it, it and that can happen and sometimes like they say growing apart sometimes it just happens no matter what how perfect yeah. the scenario looks initially and, and 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 it's true, you can be right there in front of the person, see them all the time. They can be a part of your work and a part of your job, and then you're going home with each other and taking care of a kid together, different things like that, and you can still not see some of those sides. Uh so that so all of that to me came across in this, and, and it like you said, it did feel very real, and it just makes me think about. That relationship I had. And even though it ended amicably and, you know, we're still on good terms to this day, but like, but, but but, it's true, like those things can happen and those things can happen. And it seems like an instant, but it's the development of things. Things just grow and grow and they fester. And then they spill over. And before you know it, you're like, man, you know, why didn't I see this? Or why didn't I see those signs? Or maybe I could have reciprocated some feelings a little bit more here and different things like that. But it's crazy how you don't see those things until after it's over. And then the realization that we did make the right decision does settle in. But sometimes it takes time. And and I think all of that. Is present in this film in a lot of ways, and, and it really is just a masterwork in storytelling to have all of that and it be so resonant and poignant throughout the film.
1: Yeah, I and it's also cool too that like, if basically this movie seems to take place within about a year of time, because at the end of it, you see, because I when they're starting their divorce and all the stuff with that. It's Halloween and they're trying to figure out, you know, who's going to take the son and who who's going to have Halloween with. And then the a year later, it goes back to Halloween again. And I really do like how they did the full circle of that. But um, yeah, I mean, it's just interesting with the story to see how much changed within a year with the divorce actually going through and just how they've sort of moved on separately with their lives, but they're still very much a part of each other's lives. And it was just really cool too, because you see that they, they've they come to a better understanding of each other. They've, they've tried to work through some things clearly in that year because, you know, when Halloween comes around again, they're just like, yeah, you know what? Like it's our night, but why don't you go hang out with him? And just really trying to be supportive of each other, even though they're not together anymore. And I think that that's also a very important message to have because especially when kids are involved, it's really important to try to be on the same page in parenting. You know, so it's it was just really cool to to see the full circle of how their relationship is very different than where it was, but also how they've sort of grown individually and they're able to work better together because of that lapse of time that they've had and everything that they have gone through together by the end of the movie.
0: Yeah. And you definitely saw that maturity in the final scenes just and the understanding that they're, that, that 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 they share something in that child that's gonna always be a part of all of them. And they're always going to be a family in that way when it comes to right. that child. They're always going to be mom and dad supporting our son. So that definitely came across. Th- that definitely came across. And you could just, there was a great moment there too at the end where, uh, where Driver and 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 the son are kind of having a moment and you just and 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 Scarlett just has this look in her eye and 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 it's just that look of it's not a i still love him look i don't think it's a i want him back look it's nothing hokey like that but it's a look of just appreciating the love of father and son and just that just understanding you know just understanding and appreciating that about him that he always loved his son that he's always going to be there to support that he's always going to be a good dad and knowing that her son has a good father even still and just appreciating that you know appreciating them together them uh them together as far as uh driver and, and and her son even though she's not with him anymore, yeah. and just understanding that, understanding what that means, and understanding why that is still so very important in her life, and 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 I got all of that just from her look, you know. Yeah, that's how <laughs> good this acting is. Guys. From, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I got all of that from her expression. Nothing was said. No narrator was like, and Scarlet, Luke said him, you know, I didn't need any of but that. I didn't need any of it's that. It's also
1: a matter of just how they did the storytelling in it too. Like just how, how everything progressed and what was happening in those scenes. You can, you just by context can tell what everything means, which is a really great testament to the filmmakers, you know, but I think also, um, you know, and and I totally get what you mean. I totally remember that part, too, when she's just looking. And it might have even been a little bit of like, I kind of miss this family type of thing. But also, yeah, it's just more of like, a. Yeah, it's yeah. good to know that you're still that same guy that I wrote about in the letter from the beginning. And and maybe it was a little bit of reminiscing on that since she saw him reading that letter. And that part was heartbreaking <laughs> right there with, um, with oh, Charlie man. reading that letter. Yeah. And you could just see in his face, he's like, You know, I wish that I was still that person that she fell in love with, that I wish I was still this person or I wish she still felt about me the way that she she seems to feel in this letter. And you just see that heartbreak of realizing like, yeah, we're over, but like missing what they had, you know, and it was beautiful and it was heartbreaking, but it was very real. And I just I love that everything about this movie is very authentic and very real to how a relationship would be like that, you know. But I think maybe um, her hearing that letter too at the end, like seeing, coming in and seeing him reading that, maybe it also reminded her of like, yeah, we fight a lot and we've been through a lot, but you, this is what, what first drew me to you. These are the things that I first thought about you. And maybe kind of just seeing a little bit of, he's still that guy at the end when he's taking care of the son. And it was just a really like incredible, moment in the movie and i do like how they opened the movie with their letters that they wrote about each other and then they kind of circle back to it at the end at least to his and it's just it really just makes everything make sense like they just everything they do in this movie is intentional and on purpose you don't feel like any feel like any of its filler or anything like that and it all just kind of comes back around because yeah i mean if, you know, if I were someone married and got a divorce or whatever, I could look back on letters and be like, that's how I used to feel about this person. Wow. Things are different now, but I miss that feeling, you know, and it was just kind of a little bit of that for both yeah. of them. So it was it was a beautiful thing. I'm really glad they did that.
0: Yeah. And that's such a great point, because, yeah, it wasn't just uh, just that appreciation for uh, who he is as a father. But, yeah, like you said, just um reminiscing and hearing him read that letter and then the way that he was reacting. And they both just sort of, like you said, it's, it's not only appreciating each other, but just understanding that, man, what we lost, we had, there was something good there. There was something great there. We did have this great love for a moment. And even though we lost it, that, that, that that what we had, shouldn't go underappreciated. Right. And it is, and we did lose something. You know, it wasn't just that we won because we're no longer together. We lost something. There was a real love there and we lost that too. And like you said, it's tragic, but uplifting at the same time because you know what you had and you appreciate it, but you also know what why it didn't work. And maybe that means that you can have that again, that you can get that again, that you can appreciate where things are now. But it means that now, but but you also understand what you lost. And maybe next time it won't be that way. Maybe the relationship that Scarlett's character has now, perhaps she will uh she that will be better because of her understanding and appreciation of this what she had with driver and vice versa whatever relationship he's in you can learn and you can grow it but it's about also understanding what you lost and that all just came across in those moments and yeah like you said coming full circle with that letter and that being the starting point and you you really don't know if you you were ever going to hear her moment in the letter or you felt like maybe you had heard parts of uh, of it and everything when she's explaining her story and when they have the argument but you don't ever think you don't ever know if you if you were ever going to hear what she wrote you know uh if he was I'm sorry we heard it but if he was ever going to know right. what she put in that letter and and so seeing him finally get to Read that and understand that and and him getting to understand and see what he had and everything like that. It really just put it all in perspective. And like you said, it was just it, 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 that was just such an amazing scene. And it was so emotional and it meant so much in that moment. And I, and I mean, this is just one of those movies this year where I just I. It, that was just unforgettable acting and just performing by these two people, just unforgettable. Like I just don't see how they are not in the Oscar conversation this year. I just don't see it. I'm not saying that they're going to win and that this is going to clean sweep at the Oscars you or anything know. like that, but these guys did definitely. Yeah. But you never know, but these guys definitely deserve to be there like they deserve to be a part of the awards conversation this year i just don't see how this film is powerful and it's definitely one of the most impactful films i've seen all year and i've seen a lot and we've seen a lot of good films this year you know thus far
1: (laughs) that's true yeah And I think it, it, I mean, as far as I understand, it is a huge part of the Golden Globes conversation because it's uh, there. I was reading an article about how it like swept a lot of things like it really got a ton of nominations. So um, I think they both. Yeah, I think they both got uh, nominated for best actor, best actress in the movie. Um I think I want to say maybe even like um you know best dra- dramatic motion picture. I want to say it was maybe that too but they got a lot of awards and Laura Dern got a supporting actress nomination for it cool. too so yeah it's um and if you guys listening are uh, want to see the full off the full sorry full golden globes list we actually uh did post that on our um facebook page and you can check out all the categories and everything but yeah i was kind of like surprised because but i mean i guess that maybe i shouldn't be because netflix killed a little bit last year with it i mean with the you know the the nominations they got and the movies that came out what was the movie um the movie that was nominated for Best Picture and it got Best Foreign Film. What was that movie last year that they did? Oh, um, oh my
0: gosh! Yes. Oh my gosh! What was it called? You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I know what you're talking about, and and I watched it, and it was really good. Oh my
1: god! I did too. I can't believe I'm forgetting the name of this why movie. Why am I right drawing a blank?
0: That is going to yeah. bother me. Why? Why am I drawing a blank on that <laughs> film? But no, it, but but that was yeah, that was a great movie. And, and like you said, just to kind of talk about Netflix for a little bit, it, like you said, even this year they are killing it. And The Irishman, I know, is another film that's getting a lot of acclaim this year. So man, the uh, the, the the these award seasons are kind of. Uh, belonging to the streaming services and that's crazy like it's just right well, what a different time this is like just what a different time this is where now these streaming services are now front runners for all these awards and things like that and and another great thing i think that this says too is that When you're talking about these actors and actresses and their film choices and things like that, because Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver are also Black Widow in the MCU and Kylo Ren in Star Wars, right? So it just so versatile, exactly. So like it just kind of goes to show, and that's why they are two of the best right now because it just goes to show just. Just go where the money is, man, rather than complaining about what comic book movies are doing or what is real cinema and what is not or this, that, and the other. These guys are doing it the right way. Uh, g- exactly. get a, get, a, get a guy and a gal that can do both. Hey, I can be black widow and kick ass in this comic book movie, but then I can give you an emotionally resonant and poignant and just deep, deep thoughtful, thoughtful performance in Marriage Story. And I can be this villain in Star Wars and be and swing a lightsaber. But then I can be this, but I can give you this very, just this role that's just so full of depth and just uh, such deep dialogue. I can deliver these lines and I can give you that virtuoso performance. I can do both, man and i can make money at the same time and i wish more actors actresses celebrities and stuff like that i wish more of them were like these two yeah why not why not just do it all why not just kind of like
1: it all? emma stone emma stone is another one where she can do both i mean she was in yeah. the Man movies she's in a bunch of really good comedies you know she's in super bad like but now she's you know what like a two-time Oscar winner too like you're just kind of like you can do both and still be good you know
0: exactly why why kind of you know why tether yourself to this one type of movie or be on this uh, one type of argument of oh well this is the real cinema and this isn't and this is the you know why complain about any of it why not get a piece of all that pie why not? Right. Why not? if you're If you're a versatile actor and actress, why not just do it all? And, and I just love the message that that sends. Look. You can be in that comic book sci-fi stuff that is just so in and that's making all the money, but you can still do this kind of stuff. You can still be in these kinds of things and really just stretch those acting muscles. And to me, it's just it just makes them seem more talented because they're in all of that stuff. So, um, Yeah. yeah, it's just my way of just kind of complimenting both of those actors and their approach and their approaches yeah. with cinema and what they're doing and their projects.
1: Oh yeah. A hundred percent. I totally agree. Um, side note, Roma is the movie that we were talking about.
0: <laughs> oh, I thank you. I remember yes, the name Roma. of it. Yeah,
1: Roma. Uh, a great movie, I everybody. It so, is a great Nova. movie. I was just like, why can't I yes. think of the name of it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I know I agree. And another thing I wanted to say too about, um, about marriage story is also just at the end too, how you see they're both very much more in a place of they they are or want to be happy for each other you know like um you see charlie coming in and you know um nicole has this new boyfriend and she's apparently started directing and all these things and you see a little bit on his face of sadness of like oh like you know, I'm missing out on that. Like, I I miss that. Like, this was not something that I'm a part of because I'm not in your life in that way anymore. But also, you could see where he's like really happy for her. He's like, like you're really you're doing really great things, and I'm so happy about that. You know, and then her, just even the whole thing of giving up her night with her son. So that he had, you know, he he could have more time with his son at the end there, too. Like, it's just kind of like they really still both wanted to be happy for each other and were happy for each other at the end of it, too. And I do like that that was something they also um, really tried to make a point of in this film as well, because there were so many moments when you see them just, you know, they're, they're just like pointing out the very craziest, littlest flaws in each other and really just trying to get a rise out of each other in that way and you know blaming each other for certain things that did or didn't happen in their careers and then at the end you're just kind of like wow we're we're both able to make it on our own and we're fine you know so i really like that they did that too
0: yeah and that is a very good point because like like you were talking about some of those behaviors that we saw at the end and them being happy for each other and And the different emotions that that was stirring up, just her knowing that he was going to be there uh, in Florida for a little bit. And that that, you know, and that and just that thought that she would see him regularly and she would probably see him regularly and thinking about that. And and like you said, going ahead and letting him have um, her day with their son. And these are decisions that earlier in the film and earlier in their progression in this whole divorce phase that she wouldn't have done that. You, you know, earlier in the yeah. film, those are decisions that she wouldn't have made. She wouldn't have let him have, um she wouldn't have let the son go with him on her day and different things like yeah. that. So we saw just a stark contrast in how they were behaving towards each other. So letting you know that the time apart did help, but it still hurts. You know, it's not perfect. You know, it's not like the time apart healed all the wounds because some of those wounds are are always going to be there because of the life that they shared. So like you said, that just came across so well. It showed maturity, but it showed that there can still be this feeling of loss and want for what was there and missing the memories of what you had. All of that. Is a part of this process, and that, and that's why this is never an easy thing. It's never as simple as just, "All right, we got the divorce. All right," and then tomorrow you wake up and take a deep breath and go, "All right, I'm a new person." It just doesn't work right. that way, man. And, and and like you said, that that is just one of the triumphs of the movie is just conveying all of that seemingly with ease. All of these complex things and emotions and things were just so conveyed so easily in this film or seemingly easily, but it really is just precise acting and storytelling.
1: Yeah. And, and I know we talked a little bit in Queen and Slim about just the chemistry between the two and also in A Star Is Born, like just how in the past couple of years, there's been some, there's some really great performances in chemistry between two leads in a movie. And this is totally up there. I mean, this is just phenomenal chemistry and dynamic. And it definitely is up there with like one of the most believable relationship performances that I've ever seen. So I just really, I think that they need credit for that because you have to have, especially playing... Um, roles like that and in a movie like that you have to have like that chemistry where you can just be I love you so much but I also hate you (laughs) like to be able to do that so seamlessly where it feels real is so important and they like it just if you don't have the performances you had in this movie the movie would fall apart honestly so they definitely need credit for that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I and, and I agree with that. I mean, really this um one of my favorite like relationship films or just films of uh dramas about romance and different things like that or uh breakups whatever you want to call it um is Kramer versus Kramer and that was a movie with Meryl Streep. Mm-hmm. Um and that was a Meryl Streep film. And that's a film that just, and this just totally gave me vibes of that, just where you have this believable chemistry and you just have these wonderful leads and the the, the dialogue just feels real. What they're going through, none of it feels contrived. And, and, the, and that's what this felt like. It, the, this felt like something on that level. So I, I just uh, can't hearken enough with the performances that we, we got here. And and that film with Meryl Streep and Dustin Hoffman, that's what it was, the chemistry they had and dealing with the fact that they were splitting apart. But they had all of these connections and things and the children and different things like that. And this just gave me a lot of those vibes. But don't get me wrong. I'm not saying in any way that this is a copy of that or anything like that, because it very much is. It's own movie, um, and I would put it up there with something like that. As like you said, this is just one of the most memorable, just one of the most memorable and convincing uh, films about this subject matter that I've seen in years. And it's definitely some of the best acting I've seen in the past couple of years. Like like I'm seeing a whole lot of decade lists come up because we're about to go into 2020. So everybody's looking at, uh, you know, the the past 10 years and going, if, if you could do a, uh, an award season for a decade, what, you know, what performances would you put in there? What actors would you put in there? Well, I definitely think that Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver, th- they deserve to be in your list after this film. L- l- like you just got to see The acting that went down in this film, and if you're just one of those film connoisseurs where you just appreciate good acting and good drama, you are just going to appreciate this so much. And we didn't talk about the the funny moments in the film, but there are funny moments too. And and it's crazy because, like, it's just funny because it's real and. It, it it never felt like the film was trying to get a laugh out of me. Like, look, this is a joke, and you're supposed to laugh. Sometimes I just laughed because I, the, the characters are just trying to do something, or they're just trying to say something, and, and and you could, and just the the way that the situation was is what made you laugh. You laugh because you just felt the realness of the situations. Uh, One situation, yeah, like one that just sticks out to mind was with uh, Adam Driver and his son. And that lady, that counselor that was coming over to kind of, uh, to kind of spectate how they took care of the son and different things like that 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 lady that was coming over to kind of uh see how they interacted with the ch- with with uh their son and different things like that and man that scene with her and driver and the kid and he's trying to get um, the, the And he's trying and, and drivers just he's trying to get his son to cooperate mm-hmm. and the, the son just keeps saying these things that are questionable right. and he's not really just feeling it and not cooperating and he's tried so hard and it, I was laughing but not because the film was like, oh, this is funny and the kid is acting outlandish and you're supposed to laugh at this at this moment. It didn't feel fake like that at all. It was just a kid doing kid things, not understanding the gravity of the situation or what was going on. And and, and then it was just out of Driver like his character just trying too hard just trying too hard to do everything right and things just going wrong and he cut himself trying to save face. Uh, you yeah. know trying to explain this magic yeah trying to save place save face and this trying to explain this magic trick with the knife because he didn't want her to think oh I'm playing with knives with my son and doing something wrong so like and that was just so hilarious man and then he's trying to be yeah, nice but right. he's bleeding everywhere it was Wonderful. Like it was so sad, but it was so yeah. funny at the same time. And there are just like memorable moments like that that I will just not forget this year when I'm thinking of favorite films of this year. But yeah, that was just a scene that definitely stood out to me as a funny scene in the oh, film. Yeah.
1: And and the interesting thing is I was just um looking this up. Scarlett Johansson has been nominated for five Golden Globes. Um, but she's never been um, Oscar nominated. So I don't, I mean, if she gets nominated and she wins for this, I'm okay with it. Cause I think she's so fantastic in this. Like she's great in pretty much, I mean, she's great in almost everything she does, but just something about the way, the vulnerability that she brought to this role was just so great. So, um, you know, and the fact that she is nominated for a Golden Globe for this already too. I'm just like, good. They both should be They're They're outstanding performances for sure. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm all for it. And I feel like in general, it's just weird. Cause a lot of, a lot of, um, Actors and actresses this year, I feel like they're kind of stepping up their game lately and <laughs> things like that. Like, I mean, for example, you know, JLo, I mean, she's getting a Golden Globe nomination for Hustlers this year. Yeah. She's been acting for how long? And she's never even been nominated for anything, but this is by far her best performance. She stepped it up and she is all in now. So I just think it's cool that it seems like everybody's really. Just how the progression of filmmaking and acting performances has gone because of the standard. I feel like the standard of it has just been set so much higher lately, just because of what you've seen in the past. That it seems like everybody is just really stepping it up in their performances, and this is no different. I mean, she's uh, Scarlett Johansson's always consistent, and so is Adam Driver. But I mean, this kind of just put them a little bit more on the map than they were in being able to do those dramatic roles. So.
0: Yeah. And and it's interesting that you bring up uh, J-Lo as well, because that was going to be the person that I was hoping would get nominated for an Oscar. And she was going to kind of be that one that I was going to like silently right. root for. Like, come on, J-Lo. Come on, man. You know, you win this. But after seeing this movie and Scarlett's performance, now I'm like scratching my head because I'm like, oh, my God, dude, I don't know who <laughs> I want to win more and i didn't realize that scarlet like hadn't mm-hmm. won one yet so it man and i and i just have this feeling they're both going to be in that category together and i'm like man dude like uh, how who am i going to root for and and it feels like if i hope you know you know you could wind up with a scenario where neither one of them wins but if one wins over the other man i couldn't help but feel for the other one because like I just love both of their performances this year so much. And I hope to see them both in those, in that category together because they both deserve to be there. And uh, man, I don't even know who I'm going to root for now. If it helps you
1: any, um, J-Lo is actually in the supporting actors category because I think they're considering Constance Wu as the main, she wasn't nominated, which is really a sad shame, but J-Lo is in the supporting actors category and Scar- Scarlett Johansson is Ooh. in uh, Leading Actress. So you can root for both of them.
0: That's so. right. That's right. You're right. That's right. So maybe both. Uh, yeah. You're. Yeah. I, I can't we I forgot about that. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Jayla was more of a support in that film. So, Yeah. Uh you're right. I can root for both and maybe both of them won't year. And
1: it's it's so, also a shame too because yeah. obviously Tom Hanks is nominated for supporting actor um for a beautiful day in the neighborhood, but Matthew Reese is not on that list. And I'm very sad by that because he totally deserves to be in the best actor category this year. So You know, if anyone who has any pull in that can change that, that would be great. (laughs) I just, it's a shame that, I mean, (laughs) he, I mean, it's really hard not to be overshadowed by Tom Hanks, but I mean, Matthew Reese really, he really did such a phenomenal job that I think he should have been nominated for sure. But, you know, it's fine, I guess. At least Tom Hanks is, so... Yeah. But um but yeah, yeah no I just true, think I true. mean it's going to be a really hard year of figuring out you know who should win what you know like it's always my thing every year is like who do I want to win like the past couple of times it's been like I want a lot of people to win so we'll see how it goes but this year I think it's going to be a really it's going to be a lot harder to choose there's a lot of really great performances
0: yeah it it definitely will be and and this film um i just know i just would not be surprised at all to see this film Have a lot of wins. And I think that when you look at the dialogue side of things. So when you're talking about screenplay, when you're talking about the the actors involved in this and you're talking about the direction of this just and it's not anything like, oh, he did all of this complex directing, but just capturing these people. Acting the right way, knowing what to do with the camera, knowing when the 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 scene needed a close up, knowing when you needed a shot from far away to show them both kind of facing each other, knowing when to just keep that camera on them, whether they were sitting there talking or they were or they or they got up. There was a moment where Scarlett got up when she was talking to Laura Dern and she was explaining her side of the story and everything, and the camera just kind of. For a moment, it sits there with her, but then it gets up and it walks with her as she sits down on the couch next to Laura Dern. And just knowing how to skillfully capture those moments so that it doesn't take away from the levity of the scene. I think that some of those things, man, like when you look at this director and what he was able to do with just some of the subtleties of the of the storytelling and the filmmaking, Noah Baumbach. I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see him there, too. You, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see him there, too. So I definitely think on that end of it, when you look at the screenplay and the acting performances, I just don't see how this movie isn't a front runner for some of those areas. So I would not be surprised at all to see this win some of those particular awards for sure. Yeah,
1: for sure. It's, yeah. Um... Yeah. And then also for the for Adam Driver like I would 100% want him to win that too but he's also up against Joaquin Phoenix so we'll see how it
0: goes. <laughs> yeah, I know and man people are people loved uh the the Joker and I know that we you know uh, mo- most of us we kind of landed in the middle. I was a bit more positive on it but we all agreed that he had a wonderful performance. Yeah, for sure. You know, I think we all a- agreed that he had a wonderful performance. So yeah, man, this is gonna be crazy because you might have have something where you got him uh, driver for this. And, I know, and Tom Hanks for <laughs> Mister Rogers. Although Tom could be, they might throw Tom in supporting. Yeah, they both. will. But but we'll see. But but, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah yeah. So but but so this is gonna be interesting to see who walks away with some of these things. I mean, it definitely. uh it has me wanting to pay more attention to what's happening uh, with the awards, yeah. So I have to check out those links that you posted yeah. on our uh, Facebook and everything for sure.
1: And listeners, you should let us know if you think we should do um, a podcast episode on Golden Globes or Oscar winning things this year, because I think that would be a fun one. So let us know if you think that you would be interested in that. Maybe yeah. we could do one of those. Um, Did you have anything about this uh, about marriage story that you did not care for or that you think could have been better?
0: Man, I'm, I, I've been sitting here rattling my brain trying to think. And my yeah, goodness, tough. this is just yeah, this is just such a tough movie to pick apart because, I mean, the, 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 there was no scene that I didn't like or there was never a moment where I was like, eh, I don't really like this or. Uh, I I mean, uh, I don't, man, I'm trying to think, was there ever a moment where I doubted what I was watching or didn't like what I was, I mean, this is just going to be one of those where, uh, my complaint is just going to be like, I wish there was a little more stuff. Like, um, I, I mean, the only thing I could say is, uh, I just wanted to see, uh, more, um, about what was going on like at at that time when even though it was explained well the dialogue covered it well i was fine with the dialogue per se but it would have been nice to i guess to have just seen some more of those scenes where 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 the trouble started happening or the moments where things started going bad and with scarlet kind of noticing things and Uh, And and maybe Driver not not being privy to that or kind of some of the things he was talking about where they're, you know, that they weren't being intimate with each other. And whenever he started wavering and different things like that, maybe it would have been nice to have seen some of that play out, maybe some a few flashbacks to kind of see what was going on at that time and different things like that rather than hearing about it. But honestly, that's a nitpick. I do, would that have made the movie better? Maybe marginally, who knows? Maybe that would have made it too long, but that that's really the only thing I can think of. I was just so intrigued by the conversations they were having. I just wanted to see some of the stuff as well as hear them talk about it. But That would really be the only thing this is a tough film to pick apart honestly
1: yeah i agree i mean for me the only thing i can really think of that i i think that the for me at times the pacing was a little slow um while i did enjoy the the long dialogues explaining things and just having those like very captivating conversations there were some of them that i do feel it was like okay like this one's going a little bit longer than it needs to. We get the point, <laughs> but it was very, very rare. It wasn't really ever between um Charlie and Nicole. It was more just like even Laura Dern when she's, you know, giving her her whole thing before they go to court and all of that. Like, yeah, she was great in her performance, but some of it, I was like, I felt like it was drawn out a little bit more than it needed to be in some areas. Um, so it just kind of made the pacing seem a little bit slow for me. Uh, just, just, only at times, it wasn't full way through, but just because of the performances um, and just the the conversations and dialogue they were having with each other, that drew me in more than enough for it to not really be a big deal, that the pacing was slower. I mean, we've seen a lot of movies this year where it was very slow pacing, but they were still okay movies. Uh, sometimes not, sometimes it made it worse that they were long, but this one wasn't guilty of that really. So Um, It it didn't really make it any less of a phenomenal movie or performance. It's just, again, I'm just being nitpicky because there's not a lot to really pick apart in this. um, I could have used a little bit of a quicker pacing with some of it.
0: And and actually now that you say that you made me think of something else (laughs) maybe I did have something Uh, but but as you were saying that just about how some of the scenes kind of went a bit long I would say one in particular and it was kind of funny. I mean overall I was okay with it. It wasn't unforgivable or anything but the scene with the goofy sister yeah uh, yeah. Scarlett's goofy sister. Um, uh, what was her yeah. name? Cassie. Um, that scene with the uh, okay, uh, you got the yeah. the papers here. We're gonna serve him. We're gonna come up with this plan, and then the stumbling around with that and everything like that. Which you know, it it was funny, and she was and she was kind of funny and goofy and stumbling over her words, and it was so awkward. And I get all of that, but yeah, like. The development to get there though, we probably could have got there a little bit faster, but you know, they were but you know, there was the long conversation about it that they had with the sisters and the mom and then it was the getting ready, like, okay, are you gonna are you gonna do this? And then he started to come in there and then there's this Kind of a a long scene with her and she's anticipating him coming in and she's nervous and fidgeting and doesn't know what to do. And yeah, I could see how maybe some of those scenes like or a scene like that could have been shorter because ultimately it was the interaction with Driver and Scarlet. That's where the meat of that was. And the sister was just kind of like, uh, there. And even though she was kind of in there for some of it, you probably could have gotten to that quicker. So yeah, I can see some of that of what you're talking about, especially with a scene like that.
1: Yeah. And it's funny too, because it's, I guess in a sense, it's a little bit guilty for, in my opinion of kind of wasting a, a really good actress. Merritt Weaver, she's solid. Like I've seen her in a few things and she's, she's in that unbelievable series on Netflix as well. I think she's getting a couple of nominations for that um she's in some comedies like she's very good she was in the walking dead for a little bit she's in a lot of things and she's very good and i just feel like yeah the they used a really great actress to do a role that's so very small in this movie which is fine because she was great at it but i'm just like you could have used a little bit more of her maybe because she's so kind of i feel like her personality is a little bit opposite of her sister's And kind of seeing that dynamic between them would have been kind of cool too, but um, it didn't like make the movie worse, but it just, you know, when you're showing that family dynamics between them and everything, that would have been a little bit um, more interesting to see some of that part of it.
0: Yeah. 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 And like you said, she is a a talented actress. So anytime you see an actress uh, of that level come in and then they're just in a minor role or they don't get to speak much or anything like that. This was a similar complaint to the Irishman, not to talk about it too long, but Anna Paquin is in that film and she doesn't get to say much in that film either. And there were people who were kind of complaining, you know, how come Paquin didn't have more of a role in that film so you you know so yeah I I can definitely see that at any time you you have an actress or actor of that caliber and they're just kind of and they only get a few lines or they only get a few words or they get a scene that seems kind of awkward and maybe you felt like the scene could have treated them a little better it, it does wind up being a complaint in your mind so yeah I think you're spot on with that.
1: Yeah. Same thing with Ad Astra and wasting Liv Tyler. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, why? I mean, yeah, that really anybody. Yeah. Uh, she's so great and wonderful. And I'm just like, why would you waste Liv Tyler? So yeah, I think a lot of movies are guilty. This is not the first movie that's done it. But, you know, especially when you see somebody who is so versatile, like Merritt Weaver doing a role like that, it's like, use her. I mean, she's great. So Yeah, but that's, yeah, I I would agree with you on that, though. Like, it was just kind of some of the scenes a little bit of lingering to get to the point on some of the things, um, (laughs) even like what you were saying. So, yeah, but honestly, other than that, there's just not really a lot you could say bad about this movie. I mean, it's just it captivates you so much. Like, it's not even like, a oh, there's a ton of action. There's all these things like it really is a very character driven film and the it's just the writing and the script is just very solely based on communication. And I love that. I think that that's wonderful and they really pulled it off well. There are some movies that do it very well, like this one and like closer. movies like that where the oh, conversations yeah. are the things that matter so much in the film. And kind of really drive the film to be as good as it is. So if you don't have the powerhouse performances behind the words that you have to say, then in movies like this specifically, then you really you've lost it. And so they just were really very wise with their choices and everything they did to put this movie together.
0: Yeah, and for me, it was just a nice break because now, you know, when you're coming off of a year that's full of explosions and sword fighting and punching and kicking, yeah, and, you know, bombs and this, that, and the other, and you know, and and kind of a uh, quick scenes that just go back and forth or scenes that have to move so quickly and fast paced films and different things like that. It it, it was nice to have something like this that's a little bit slower, a little bit more methodical. And it's just really just powerhouse acting. You know, the the, the vast yeah. majority of it, like you said, the vast majority of it is just powerhouse acting. And for me, it was a nice break. You know, it, it's it, you know, I enjoy all the other stuff. Of course we do but this very much is just one of those for where if you appreciate that the powerhouse acted and really it is the acting that carries this film that there is nothing else about it really except that you know and i'm not saying like like of course the story's good and everything like that but the story here is good because it hinges on powerful performances yes. and that's really what this movie is so you know, and, and, and that's what makes it epic. It may not be epic the way Endgame was epic, where you got all these characters on the screen and everybody's <laughs> running into this big war, big fight. But but to me, it like, and I'm just one of those weird people, but this was epic to me because it was like the... In the way that that scene was visually spectacular, this scene... Was these scenes in this film, you are dramatically spectacular. Like they're, they're just like, like they're, like that back and forth and that dialogue and that, that coming to an understanding and keeping you in, engaged in what the characters are saying and trying to figure out where both these characters are coming from and rooting for them both, but understanding that they're growing apart and all of that stuff that it does to you emotionally. That's epic too. So I feel like if you are somebody who can appreciate that, you really are just going to love what you get here. I mean, it, it was it was a treat. It was definitely a treat. And this is that meat and potatoes, that quote unquote real cinema that Martin Scorsese and all of them were talking about. Now, of course, I think all cinema has a place uh, when it comes to movies and whatever floats yeah. your boat, man. That's the whole point of movies. their art. And it's about how you see that art. But I'm one of those fortunate people where I can look at one painting and enjoy it for how chaotic it is. But then I can look at a more sophisticated painting and I can appreciate, you know, I can appreciate how this person stayed in the lines and really painted something that looked real or authentic. And that's what this is. This is like that painting that just everything looks real and it has a sense of depth and you can just see every line and everything like that. That that's what this is. So, yeah, uh, uh, yeah I think that that's just really the the best thing I can say about it is this is just that meat and potatoes powerhouse acting drama that is often missing. Uh, it, it, um, that was often missing this year. You don't see too much like this, so I, it was it was a very pleasant surprise, and it was nice to get something like this here.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. All right, what is your score, Justin, and recommendation?
0: So recommend, and with that being said, kind of what I was saying, like I I do recommend this. I highly recommend this. Uh, but I understand that you, you know, but but I know that there are people, and there are some friends of mine, and different things like that that. I probably wouldn't recommend it to because they would look at this and go, well, it's people talking and people arguing. And if you're one of those kinds of people where you're like, oh, well, I'm not really one for the drama. Well, that's what this is. This is pure, just dramatic acting and drama. And it's about a relationship. And it very much is that. It's not going to take a break for a car chase. There's not going to be this, you know, it's not doing any of that. None of that is in this movie. This is very much just about this relationship and, and, and unraveling what it was about these two people that led them to this point and the aftermath of that and how that affected them and everything like that. So if you're a person that appreciates dramatic acting and you and you live for solid performances and things like that. Oh, man, you need to get on your Netflix and get on this immediately. You are going to love this. If you're more of the action oriented kind of person and you want something more fast paced and you you want to uh, uh, you want something that's constantly moving and energetic and things like that. Well, perhaps this isn't the movie for you, but I but I do recommend. But you know what? Uh, it, the performances are so good. These are two people that you know from other movies like that, like Star Wars and the MCU. But hey, if you're looking for something a little different, give this a shot. See what uh Black Widow and Kylo Ren have been up to, and I've, I don't <laughs> think you will be disappointed. Uh, As far as a score, I am going to give this the... the I'm gonna have to give this the highest score I've given all year, so I'm gonna go... 96 letters by Scarlett Johansson stating how she appreciated her husband at the beginning before it all fell apart out of 100. I think this is one of the best movies of the year, and so I think it deserves one of the best scores I've given this year.
1: Wow, that is high recommendation. That is good stuff. Yeah. I mean, I I definitely also really liked this movie. I I probably wouldn't give it quite as high just because again, I said the pacing of some of the things um just kind of probably took it down a couple of notches, but it's not to take away from how great the movie in general is. Um I do recommend it for the most part. I would just say um You know, it is one of those where if you're maybe going through a similar situation, or if you're, you know, very sensitive to um, relationships that don't necessarily work out or have a lot of problems, you know, if that's not your thing and you don't want to see a raw, real, this is how sometimes it goes in life type of relationship, um, maybe don't watch it. you know it's it's very good but i do know there's a lot of people that are like you know i want to i want to watch the fairy tale stuff where it's always the happy ending which is totally fine but if you yeah if that is your thing this is probably not the movie for you but i do think that it is worth a watch because of how incredible the performances are and just how great the writing is how very real and how much it resonates with you as a person not even somebody who's married going through a divorce but just some of the insecurities and things that they talk about in this film between the two characters, you know, bringing them to light and just kind of talking about those things. Um, it relates to so many people and it's just a very relatable film um, in all ways, really. So I do think that it is worth a watch if you're able to handle, you know, um, sadness of relationships, not necessarily working out the way that you want them to. <laughs> but um Yeah, I would say I'll probably give this movie, I'm going to give it 85 Halloween matching family costumes um, out of 100. So, yeah, I'll give it an 85. Um, Definitely, it is a, a great movie, though.
0: All right. So, anything else to add about this movie? I think I'm good. What about you?
1: Yeah. No, I think we got it all.
0: Perfect. So, Cinefans, that is going to end this episode of Cinema Slayers. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Cinema Slayers Podcast. That's where we post all the latest previews that we get. We always share those things. We always put links to our different podcast episodes and things like that. And we've actually got a doozy out um, on the Cinema Slayers Podcast that we just released. Uh, it's a It was a big one. We released um, a recording for Frozen, Knives Out as well as A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. So if you haven't checked out those episodes, definitely do that. And don't forget, we're also on Twitter for with under Cinema underscore Slayers. And don't forget, we're also on the Instagram of Cinema Slayers podcast is on there as well. So with that being said, don't forget to check out our website, cinemaslayers.com. We've also got links to our podcast episodes and we've got blogs and we've got different written reviews on there as well. And just stay tuned. Just stay tuned and keep listening to us as we continue to carve out movies that are coming out for the rest of this year. We've got some big ones coming up. Star Wars is coming up and we all saw Jumanji. So we'll be uh, reporting and doing an episode on that as well. So keep on listening. And we thank you again for listening to this episode. And we really hope that you keep following us and stay tuned for more great content from all of us here at CinemaSlave.